Got Your Back Podstream is brought to you by Kinprint. For all your company's promotional needs, they do it all. Apparel, promotional products, using the highest quality brands. They do logo design, signage, and printing. Kinprint will promote your brand with excellence. Visit kinprint.ca. Oh, at long last, it is finally over. This marathon of a preseason comes to an end. Uh, and the owners finish it off in style. Good couple of games here as they close out their preseason with some wins. 3-1 over the Seattle Kraken. Struds and I are going to dive deep on a bunch of stuff. Jack Campbell, once again, look good. Who are you starting opening night? Let's bludgeon Struddy with that one. Lavoie, Peterson, Ernie for that fourth line spot. How's that looking for you? Lots of good conversation. Also, did you hear Connor McDavid chatting today about uh, swapping skills with Leon Dreisaitl? We've got that coming up as well. And in our Struddy's world, Struddy's going to talk a little bit about the goalies. Why don't the refs treat them the same? Lots of great stuff coming up on the podcast. As always, brought to you by our title sponsor, Sherwood Buick GMC. The big store in the parks having a 2023 model year-end blowout Friday the 13th. Join the crew at Sherwood Buick GMC for exclusive one-day sale offers. Your chance to win tickets to the Heritage Classic. Your Oilers against the Calgary Flames. And mention that Got Your Back sent you. You'll not only receive specialized pricing as a bonus, you'll also get three free ultimate detail packages on a new vehicle. Visit Phil and the crew in Sherwood Park or online at www.gmcpod.com. Coming to you from the Long Shots Mobile Studio tonight. Yes, still inside the rink, up in the press box, Long Shots. Amazing golf and a fantastic sports bar experience. Visit longshots.ca, Long Shots with a Z. Struddy, eight games, like it's over. It's over. That took forever. You know, every year we, well, people complain about the, the, uh, the number of exhibition games. And I, I, I'm just going to sit here and remind you that Young players need a chance to play against NHL players. Like that's, oh, that's evolution. Go. So I get, you know, that everyone's antsy and they want to quickly get to the regular season. I get that, even the veterans. But it's a part of the process of developing young players. So I'm I'm not sure to tell you guys. I think eight eight might be a little high. It might be money it's about. It's not yeah, about I, development. I, 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 don't, about I, don't, money. I don't care about the money. If I'm a young player, if I don't get a chance to play against NHL players – how do I know if I can? How do I show people that I can? So I, I'm of a different mindset, man. I don't care about the money. I'm caring about these young players getting a chance. You need a chance to play. You need a chance yes. to play. Well, none of them are going to be able to say that they didn't get a chance. I mean, everybody no. got lots of time. But it's every league. Every, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Every team, though. Every team in the NHL, man. Like, there, there's got to be – that's how you find out. Like, I, I can't tell you how important it is for a young player to stand and play against an NHL player to find out if they can or can't. It's yeah. huge moment. So you cut it down to four. Uh, yeah, great. You get to it, but your young guys aren't going to develop the same. I think it's really important. We are live streaming on Twitter and YouTube, and we're going to take your questions and your comments and ask us anything. But one came in here on the stream streams. I, I got to get right to it. Bitumen, B-I-T-U-M-A-N, Bitumen. Uh, maybe if we put Campbell on waivers, now he gets claimed. Would Tampa eat that cap? LOL. Obviously... Wow. Very tongue in cheek. <laughs> Very tongue in cheek. That's an early. 
<laughs> it's a little early for talk like that. The guy's played fantastic. He's had three rock solid games. Uh, so we're going to dive into that. Before we get to our breakdown, by the way, did you see Sidney Crosby dropping the gloves and scrapping yeah. tonight? Mm. What'd you make of that? Peyton Krebs went uh, through well, a hit on he? Chris Letang. No, no, no. He did not throw a hit. He, he, he literally, the other guy hit him, Letang, into Peyton Krebs. And Peyton Krebs just standing there with his arms like this. I, I don't know why he fought him. I don't think Payne Krebs did anything wrong at all. I watched it three or four times. Yeah. And then you had uh, the other great moment was uh, Connor Bedard's shootout attempt on uh, on Flurry. Did you see that when he went in and Flurry yeah. tripped him and then went and gave him a tap on the pad? Like, that's good. They all need these tiny little humbling moments. But just a couple interesting things in preseason as it closed out here. I like that Bedard thing with Flurry. I thought that was good. That's my Strud's world. So I'll say I'll reserve my comment until we get to Oh, that. that's what we're going to in Strud's world. Okay. I'll just say All I'm right. not quite as impressed as you are. All right. All right. Good. Nice little teaser there. I like it. Yeah. All right. Lots, lots of breakdown from tonight's game, though. So let's get to the breakdown brought to you by our good friends at Mr. Dirk. I am currently wearing some Mr. Dirk apparel. You're catching me in my uh, my game day apparel. So I've got the I got the shirt. I got the suit coat. Nice tight look here from Mr. Dirk. It's an iconic men's clothing store uh, just off of White Avenue and 102nd Street. Uh, they got absolutely everything you need, right? If you want to sharpen up your suits, they can help you do that. If you want some casual wear, they've got tons of that too. The store is beautiful and it is absolutely stocked up. So whatever you need, highly recommend you go see Sterling, go see Dan, tell them Got Your Back sent you. And uh, Mr. Dirk, just off White Avenue and 102nd Street. MrDirk.com is uh, the website address. Uh, might as well start with uh, Jack Campbell tonight. A third consecutive, not just good, but <laughs> really good performance, Struds. Like, really good performance, three in a row here. Uh, you know, Stuart Skinner has been fine. He's been decent. Jack Campbell's been a lot better than decent. So... Um, there's no, I told you so there's no, there's nothing coming at you other than have you changed your mind on what you would do opening night? <laughs> you were pretty staunch yeah. on it being Skinner, bud. You, you, you like double and triple down on that. Before I, I go into this, did, did Jay Woodcroft tip his hat at all, uh, post game? Cause I couldn't get no. it on the Oilers plus for some reason. No, no, Jay did not. He said that he would take some time and he, he claimed that he hadn't even thought about it yet, which <laughs> I mean, he's just whatever. He he can't say at this point. He can't say at this point. So yeah, well, I'll just... say it for him. I'll say it for him. His all-star goalie from last year, the team that got them and took them to the playoffs, is playing game one. And so it's going to be Stuart Skinner. I still I, I, I really it. believe that. I really oh. believe that. So let, let me ask you. Let's look at it differently. Yes, Campbell's played well. And he looks so much. Like, like I said, uh, I don't know, a couple of podcasts ago, he looks a lot bigger. Uh, and there's less movement. Like, he looks really, really good. But let me say this. Has Stuart Skinner played himself out of the starting spot? No, he's just played himself out I, of starting opening night. No, so but but don't, but so you're, you're he hasn't he hasn't played horrendously. So Campbell's played well, but you know you would have liked to have seen that last year. You didn't, and the guy that did carry the team last year is a one that'll start game one. I that's a strong message. I think you have to deliver if you're Jay Woodcroft. Interesting. So you just you back the guy who did it more consistently for you the year before, right? And you give him the opportunity to start off on the right foot. Okay, let me ask you this though, Struds, and yeah, you know, uh, 
I don't think he'll mind me saying that he made this point, but I was sitting with Kevin Carius for part of the game tonight, and he made a really strong point. He said, you know, you got to remember that the general manager handed this goaltender $5 million a season, right? right? Yeah. You, have, you have a lot of investment in this player from the organization, and there is something to be said for the opportunity to, I don't want really to use the word salvage, but to start recouping some of that investment by letting him just continue to let it roll as he's feeling confident. So as much as Stuart Skinner was very good during the regular season last year, Campbell was also very good in the playoffs. They're, he's the guy they've got all this money invested in. How does that factor in? Well, I think they're still paying James Neal. Can they bring him back too? <laughs> Can he that's, maybe get a trial a, and get him on? That there? is a lot different and you oh, know no. it. Just, it's I'm a just lot trying to, different. No, no, we're just, if we're going to worry about money, you know, like I think, why not? You know, why not bring him back? I and I know I'm being a bit difficult, but the guy who got you there last year tonight, an all star. He was an all star last year, an all star. He played in the all star game. He wasn't named an all star at the end of the season. But go okay, ahead. but okay, so he played an all star game. Okay, so <laughs> how many goalies were in the all star game? Eight, and he was one of eight, right? Yeah. Was that, am I right? I think I can't. I think I, I might yeah, that sounds about right. So I mean, you got to recognize what he did, and I, I just. I agree. Campbell's look great. I think it's a great story. I love it. I love that it's – but you're going to anoint him the starting goaltender because of three good games and exhibition? I, I don't think that's what you're doing. I think you're just giving him the first game because he won the jump ball in training camp. I think it sends a strong yeah. message to the team that nothing matters more than performance, gentlemen. Nothing matters yeah. more than performance. This guy came in and performed. I think it would make perfect sense to the team, the players, the guys in that locker room. It was like, hey, Soup's got the net in game one. Guys will go, hey, way to go. And they'll all know Jack Campbell. Or they'll all know that Stuart Skinner's going to get his opportunity too. Stuart Skinner's a big boy. He can read the tea leaves here. He can see. What did he stop? 101 of 104 shots or something? How do you not start him? Because it's exhibition game. It's exhibition. You know, like I, I just, I don't know. I, and I, I, you know what? If he goes the other way, I'll be like, okay, I get it. I wouldn't have done it that no. way. I reward for what has you needed him, and he came through. L stick with him. Let him be the guy. But I honestly, I Brown, I think we both agree. They both play one of the first two games. 100%. 100% they both play one of the first two games. I'm not so sure about that. And and maybe, maybe this makes for better shows. I don't know, man. You start a goalie, and he goes in that first game and plays great, like really good for you, and wins it. You're just going to swap him out. Just, right. Thanks very much. We'll see you in a week. That's it. So Get everybody long. in. So when's the, Stuart Skinner would have played? Uh, what day is it? It's Friday. He played Wednesday. Wednesday. Correct? Yeah. So then he wouldn't have played. It'll be ten days. So if he doesn't play till next Friday, that'll be ten days. Mm. And then the next game after that. So you're, you're almost you're getting close to 11, 12 days before he's played. It's yep. just not going to happen. I think the way it's stacked up, then he went Skinner, Campbell, first game of regular season, Skinner, Campbell, Friday. I think that's how they lined it up, and I, I love Jay, but I don't believe that he hasn't thought about it because I think he lined it up that way. We are going to get to the stream and the questions a little bit later on, but there's some relevant ones coming in in the moment that I'm going to grab here too. Given our we're live right after the game here, so people are are definitely engaged. Uh, some stranger says Skinner's a big boy; he can earn that spot on his own. Original Puzar says Struddy Stu has given up weak goals in two of his three games. Campbell has given up zero weak goals. I don't know if I – I mean, he maybe wants that first one back, that one back tonight. The beat him – was a yeah. snapshot low side. Maybe yeah, a little I, bit. I think so. But, I mean, yeah. let, let's not forget, everyone. We're talking about exhibition game here. The games. The, the Stuart Skinner earned it through 82 plus two rounds last year. He earned it. 
So he's turning your back over that for 180 minutes. That's a lot. Like I isn't I, Jack Campbell the better goalie in the playoffs? Like he had, I mean, didn't he play better when he got a chance in the playoffs? He was. Yeah, smaller sample size for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, very different. There, and there that's was, fair. you know, and, and listen, I, I, we really have swapped roles because I was an advocate for you're going to need Jack Campbell, you're going to need Jack Campbell. I kept saying, and and ultimately I was proven right. But let's not. I don't want to point fingers at myself. See how great I was, but I'll point I, one finger at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> keep it up mister i told you so i'm not no. being i told you so no, guy tonight, and you're gonna be i told you so guy i, I don't want to one day one i said <laughs> i wonder if jack campbell's gonna do this and here he has done it and he has and he's played <laughs> you know and listen at the end of the day i i'm i i'm a bit surprised but i'm really happy that we're having this conversation yeah so no kidding i should be it so if if you tell me campbell plays the first game I'm like okay i get it but this sure. is a nice problem to have there were longer stretches of the season than I think anyone wanted to have where this wasn't a conversation. It was Stuart, Stuart, Stuart. So now we're having a conversation. I think that's healthy. I hope we're having this conversation, Game 83, where you and I and uh, Brownie, when he can make it, talks about talk about really who should be the starter for the playoffs. So I'm really happy. I think this is a huge step for the Oilers, um, thinking they have two guys that can go. Definitely. Lots of uh, great fodder there, and continue to send us your comments. Zuby will get to them in our Ask Us Anything. Uh, Raphael Lavoie, Elaine Peterson, Adam Ernie, the battle continues for that 13th forward spot. Tough night for Lavoie because of all the penalties. Didn't get a chance to really distinguish himself. Limited minutes, but quite frankly, that's what he'll get when he plays if he makes his team. That'll be more indicative of the ice time that he's going to get. After the game, Jay Woodcroft pointed to Ernie's physical play. Uh, he said he thought all the players were decent, but what did you make of where that competition went tonight, Strads? Yeah, it's tough. So I think that I love what Jay said. I, I, like I said, I couldn't hear Jay. It wasn't working on Oilers Plus. Maybe someone let me know if I was doing something wrong. But um, it blocked you. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. I'm too too supportive of uh, both goalies. Um, <laughs> no, I think when you when you look at the minutes, I think Rafi Lavoie played about ten minutes, and I'd say that would be pretty generous for what he. The fourth line is going to get come uh, regular season, and I worry for Raphael Lavoie. How does this game translate as the minutes go down? You know, I think Adam Ernie is out there. He's the worker bee. He's going to go hit guys. He's going to you know kind of play that that up and, and kill down some game. penalties. Yeah, kill some penalties too. And I think I don't know that Raphael Lavoie is going to help. Like he's, I, I can't see him getting much power play time. Maybe he gets on the second unit, maybe, and then uh, the penalty kill is not happening. So his minutes are going to be really shrunk. But that sh that release, the way he shoots the puck, man, I'm not sure I can give up on that yet. The problem is, Shaw, I don't know where he plays in this lineup. Like, he, is he a fourth line type guy? Eesh, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, that's exactly what he has to be because he ain't playing on the third line. So he has to be a fourth line guy that can make the most of minutes when he gets tapped to go out. And despite the fact that he's been sitting there through two power plays, uh, three minutes of ice time in the first period, find a way to go out there and create energy. Because that's what fourth line players that don't kill penalties on this team are going to have to do. He's going to have to summon that. He's going to have to figure that out. He's probably never had to do it before, but that's what he's going to have to do to be effective. And that's what they're trying to figure out. Can he do? Ernie will kill penalties. Peterson can play center, which helps you out. Honestly, like I can't help but wonder if they just need to upgrade here in general. Like maybe it's a waiver pickup. Maybe it's a they need a. a this is this is this is a, a cup window, and this is a team that wants to be a four-line team. And we've been talking for weeks about who the fourth-line center is going to be. 
maybe that tells us that whoever it needs to yeah. be needs to be better than any options that they have right now. So long term, this spot gets filled from someone else, but they have a decision to make right now. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. You know, and and, and um, a couple guys you could think about, you know, and and Dodgers missed out on him, but uh, Harkins, I think, out of Jets, out of Winnipeg, he got picked up, and he kind of has that speed, and he goes and plays hard. Maybe that's yep. the guy you could have picked up. But the other guy, I think he's on a PTO with uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. And, um, God, it's not Steve Miller. He was a stinger. But there's a guy. He, he was a first-rounder. He played in Florida last year. <laughs> Maybe he was in Florida for the hmm. – for the. he went from Ottawa to Florida. Okay. And then, uh, oh, my God. Uh, let me like, – but – That's okay. Someone on the stream will figure it yeah, out and help that's you another guy The waiver wire could be an answer, right? That's yeah, the that's – and he, so he's on, a, I believe he's on a PTO and I, I, I can't believe I'm saying Steve Miller, but it's not, but that's a guy that you might want to look at yeah. um, for an opportunity. But anyways, at the end of the day, um, listen, let's be honest, that, that fourth line is going to be upgraded. There, there's, there, it's, it, there's no doubt about it. I think Yanmark and Ryder okay. there, after that, it's getting upgraded, whether to waiver or trade, most likely closer to the trade deadline. Uh, and, and will be decisions. I, we'll probably hear about decisions tomorrow. We'll okay. hear about any moves they make. Someone's got to hit the waiver wire, right, at some point. So likely to hear about that tomorrow. Zach Aston Reese, VA chimes in. No, it's not. I, let me look it up here. I'll let okay. me get. Okay, that's back, fine. Uh, okay, uh, let's talk quickly about the defense. I thought Philip Broberg tonight was steady and solid and had some good looks. I thought tonight he looked as comfortable in his own skin out there as I feel he has so far in the exhibition season. And I think his timing was really good. Uh, what did you see out of him, Struds? I'd agree. Let's keep in mind he's playing on the left side, right? I think that does make it a little bit easier yeah. uh, for him. I know everyone says he's comfortable on the right side, and I get it. But it's just a little bit easier on the left side. You're moving and grooving. Um, you know, Seattle had quite a few shots. I didn't think they had a ton of like really, really high quality chances. Right. Um, I'd say the owners outchanced, uh, Seattle, I wasn't keeping track, but I would just kind of, as I, you know, kind of mentally track it during the game. Um, but I thought he played, he, you know, for him, when he gets, he's got to use his skills. His skill is to skate. As soon as you get it, start moving, make a play, start moving, make a play. Like don't stand still. And, and I go back to the goal that he set up for, um, who had that one time or the righty? Was that Bouchard? No. Lavoie? Was that? No. Who had the one timer on the power play? Anyways, he jumped up and he just kind of threw it back through the, through, um, on the mm. power play and threw it back. And the guy just hammered the one timer. That's just instinct. That's just going. That's moving. When you're feeling the flow like that, uh, as, as Coach Chippy likes to say, that's when he's playing his best. I think he's overthinking. It's still in his own zone. And I'd still like to see him use his feet a little bit more to defend. Uh, the blue line. He had a really nice sequence in his own end where he was under pressure. At least one, if not two guys were on him. He did a nice job to protect the puck, absorb a hit, step through it, push the puck through, made a nice outlet pass, and then hopped up. Like There were a couple of sequences where I was going, okay, yeah, he's feeling a little bit more than he might have been before. And so I definitely liked his game. Uh, best of, uh, By the way, we did have a question on the, on the, the stream here about Brett Kulak because he hasn't been on the ice for the last couple of days. So right. since we're talking about defensemen, I'll update that. Uh, Jay Woodcroft said bumps and bruises, and they don't think it's anything too serious. So I would expect Brett Kulak to be around for the start of the regular season. Matthias Ekholm is going to do everything he can to be around for the start of the season. But honestly, the guy who's outplayed D'Arnais and Broberg is Gleason. He's been really, really strong. And, you know, with those guys potentially question marks for the opening game, it uh, be interesting to see if maybe he gets to hang around a little bit here because of some injuries. I'm not saying he's going to start the year here or beat those guys out for a spot, 
but I do believe that he's played his way into the conversation of this is going to be a guy that you look for an opportunity to get up. Well, I've been thinking about Ben Gleason. I think he's played so well. Why doesn't he start game one in net? <laughs> You're a donkey. You're uh, a donkey. No, honestly, um, no, no, listen. I, I love a story like that from Ben Gleason. I love a guy who... You know, you're, you're like, okay, not writing him off. You're like, okay, this guy is just here to kind of fill a jersey. He came in and he made a statement. Um, yeah. So I think it's unlikely he's able to start in front of either Darren Ayer or Broberg. But he needs to go down and be the best defenseman, not just on that team, but maybe in the league. So when yeah. he gets called up, it's like, bang, he comes up and he plays. And he plays really well. And because he, he, he's he's got his – he's not through the door, but he's got his toe holding the door open and that's that's all you can ask for when you're in this situation he was in so he's done I, I did not expect that from him at all but he's looked really really good yeah he's been dangling around out there confident with the puck moves nicely he's played four career nhl games like, yeah. i mean and i know it's like preseason right? and some sometimes yeah. guys i was in dallas sometimes guys stand out in in preseason um a little bit more but i think he's been really good he showed well for himself and i would expect him to get some games this year depending on how everybody does staying healthy. Okay, lots of good action on the on the YouTube stream. So we'll get to that and ask us anything. Uh, but that'll wrap up the breakdown for now until we have some answers. Struds, we're done beating to death. Who's going to make the team? I think the next time we talk, uh, we'll have a pretty good idea of who actually did. No Rob Brown tonight. He's actually, I think he's like just up over there uh, doing his post-game show. So he may uh, walk past me and flick me in the back of the head, but that means tonight, Streddy, your your appearance is brought to you by Kinprint, helping you push your business brand to the next level. Visit kinprint.ca. Look at it. Some got your back hats. We're going to get printed. Maybe some mugs. Got to increase the swag level on this podcast. And looking forward to working with Kinprint to get that done. A very short break. When we come back, going to dig into the TSN Top 50 today. If you hadn't heard, the Oilers had two guys, number one and two, on that list. Uh, Struds and I are going to talk a little bit about that. If you didn't have a chance to hear what Connor McDavid said today when I was chatting to him about, would, are there skills that you would like to swap out with Leon Dreisaitl? I grilled him a little bit on that, and he had some good answers. So that interview, uh, Ask Us Anything, and uh, Struddy's World still to come. Very short break. Hey everyone, it's Kelly here from United Sport and Cycle. The wait is over. United's annual Hockey Day sale is finally here. Save 20% off on select CCM and Bauer skates. Save 35% off on all Bauer and CCM Pro Stock sticks. And save up to 25% off on select Bauer and CCM equipment. And for you goalies, save up to 20% off select Bauer, Warrior, and CCM goal gear. Trust the experts at your home of hockey for over 95 years. United Sport and Cycle. Are you ready to elevate your moving experience? Trusted for over 100 years, Ferguson Moving and Storage are your partners in relocation, ensuring your journey is smooth and stress-free. And say goodbye to surprises with Ferguson's transparent flat rate pricing. Contact them now for a free moving quote and use the promo code FERGUSON to receive $100 off your next move. Visit FergusonMoving.com and let them lift your expectations. All right, time for takeaways brought to you by Redefined Health. They specialize in total body and mind wellness. 
From chiropractic and massage care treatments to acupuncture, soft tissue therapy, nutrition, and even an on-site registered psychologist, Redefined Health is here to help you get well and stay healthy for a lifetime. Visit redefinedhealth.com. Zuby, grab my Twitter feed because right this moment I can't remember his name, but along the lines of uh, being healthy, body and mind, I tweeted tonight, uh, George Mumford, I think is his name. The Oilers um, have been using a well-known performance coach. Uh, We noticed this gentleman around the rink the last uh, week and a half or so, Struds, and and wasn't sure who he was and asked a few questions tonight. And I believe, Zuby, just double-check my Twitter feed because I really don't want to get his name wrong. Yeah, you got it. George Mumford. You got it. George Mumford. Yeah, yeah, thanks, buddy. Um, Really well-known performance coach dating back to Phil Jackson, Kobe Bryant. He's been around a long time and have been around some extremely successful people. I tweeted his website. It's interesting. Take a look and read it. Some of what of his his philosophies are and such. Study. Did you ever uh, did you ever dabble in the performance coach uh, area? Like, did you ever did you ever try one? Did teams ever bring them around? What was your and what do you think of this? Oh yeah, I've dabbled it in all. Uh, yeah, we had it around, and you know, I think it's a fantastic thing. You know, it, my my overarching theme for this year is don't leave anything. Uh, Unturned, like not, no stone unturned. Make sure you're looking at everything. Try to figure out if this is going to be way. your overarching theme for the year. You need to have it nailed a little tighter than that. Well, no, what just I know it kind of stumbled <laughs> out the gate, but you just want to, every everything you want everything to be like. Don't leave anything to chance, right? So there you, you go. And there's been listen a lot of teams have performance coaches. I've I've had them. I had them. You know, well before this. And um, so the thing is that you, you don't know what this person can share with you to help you unlock it. You know, I, I think at one point visualization was a huge thing. And I think all these probably players do it already. But I remember when the first time I heard that, I'm like, man, does that ever help? So you train mm-hmm. that and see it. Now, that's just, I, I, like I said, everyone's got that. But I'm sure he has some other techniques or or uh, things that people can use to help elevate their game. So I love it. And I, I, I don't think this is a surprise of maybe Jeff Jackson around that he's now around this year. Yeah, and Zuby, we're going to, a little bit off script here, we're going to get to the Jack Campbell clip real quick, which I think we have, uh, and that's going to be in our Weiss Johnson Soundbox. Uh, heating and air conditioning, Weiss Johnson specializes in. Visit their showroom. they got all kinds of heating systems and products on display. If you're in the market for a new heating system, go and chat with the team to discuss what might be the best fit for you. They will customize a package for you. They also sell furnace filters, humidifier pads. Should you need them heading into winter, visit WeishJohnson.com. We are going to get to the top 50 in just a minute, but talking about uh, George Mumford, performance coach being in town, Jack Campbell's talked a lot about the improvements, the self-improvements that he made over the summer and dealing with pressure and things a lot differently. And then you can just kind of hear the chill in his voice. Think about the way he sounded last year. And I know it's only preseason, but take a look at Cam- a listen to Campbell tonight. Yeah, definitely uh, significantly more comfortable. Um, I think I made a lot of great changes this summer that I've been, you know, kind of a need to change uh, over the years. And um, it was just time and uh, just feeling really good and really happy to be back here and um, taking the ice with the guys. Playing baseball. Yeah, Zuby, you can kill it there, Zuby. Um, yeah, Struds, we, we, we kind of beat the goalies to death in the first segment, but much more chill sounding Zach, uh, Jack Campbell and, uh, you know, maybe doing some work as well as the other guys with, with George Mumford. Uh, Struddy, let's move to the top 50. 
Did you look at that list and did anything immediately catch your eye and anger you and, and cause <laughs> you to think that I was one of the 20 voters at TSN, uh, you wanted to reach over and head flick us? Yeah, I've got a group email being sent out to all 20 oh. of you uh, that I think you guys will all really like. But no, number one, uh, Nugent Hopkins was in the top 50. What did he end up like, 46 or 47th? Or maybe somewhere, maybe a little... I think it was 43, maybe. 43. 40, 42 okay, or 43, yeah. yeah so in there, so he made it, hadn't been listed before. He made it in there. He was um, on mine, by the way. And I know yeah, we might have talked about this on the pod you already. Did, I, yeah. I, I think I had him in my top 30, 35. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I think I said he was out of it. And, and so I, obviously the consensus was he was in, but you know, not a, a lock he was in, but not a, you know, a top, whatever, a top one, but good for him. You know, I think that last year made a big difference, but this is where I come, I come, I have a tough time. Is it, uh, you know, obviously you got Leon Connor first, two Oilers, and then you got two Avs in uh, McKinnon and McCarr. Um, and I go through, I see some great defensemen. I see some great centers, some wingers in there. You don't get to a goalie to number 19 and number 20. You see Vasilevsky and uh, uh, Shesterkin. Then, uh, um, yeah, so you see mm -hmm. those two guys at 19, 20. So you're telling me that there's not a team that would have taken either one of those guys in the draft. Let's say we're starting a whole new league. Everyone got to pick a player. You're telling me those two guys wouldn't be taken until 19 and 20? Now, I, I, I'll just pull off and just look at some other guys. So like uh, Kucherov at eight, Jason Robertson at 11, Crosby 13, Marner 14, Pedersen at 15. Are you telling me that someone's not going to take Vasilevsky or Shesterkin before Pedersen? Adam Fox, I love him. I, I think he's a great defense. I've been singing this guy's praises for years. You're not going to take Vasilevsky or Shesterkin before those two guys? I think with the problems, we don't value goalies. Goalies are actually becoming a little bit maybe like running backs in the NFL. Hmm. That's a really good point. I, I wish I had my list. The truth is I have my list, but it's it's on the phone that I'm doing right. the podcast on tonight, so I can't get it. Sure. I, I don't think I had Pedersen that high, and I do think I had uh, – the other thing, too, the criteria, people need to remember, it's who we project to be the top 50 by the end of this season. So if right. you were to list the actual top 50 right at the end of the year – that's the list that we're trying to put together. So a little bit for me, Vasilevsky, I don't think I even had Vasilevsky as the top goalie. Um, I think I had Shesterkin ahead of him. Um, okay. Because, yeah, we'll, we'll just see. We'll see from an injury standpoint where it goes and all of that. But, yeah, really good point. Uh, really good point on the, on the netminders. First time Leon Dreisaitl's ever been in the two spot, hey, on this list? Uh, yeah. What, highest was highest? third for him. Highest third, was yeah. third for him. Yeah. I think a couple of years ago in like 2021 or something like that, but uh, makes sense. These guys are number one and two. And I mean, any issues with the top five? Would you? Would your top five be any different? Our our list is McDavid, Drysaddle, McKinnon, McCarr, and Austin Matthews. Hmm. Definitely those top four in there. There's not even a a question. And I can't let my detest of all these fans distract me. I think that <laughs> I, I no, and I'm trying to be neutral because I really like Austin Matthews as a player. I think I I could maybe make a case that Kachuk um, should be five, just because I think he brings a different element that really no one else has in that top five. And I think as I, they did not score the same number of goals last year, so if goals are equal, and you know you 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 do what you do, but you are irritating, you bring your team into a fight and all that stuff. Yeah, I could make a case from being number five, not a strong case. But I think I'd leave sit down the table and debate someone for that one. How about you? Uh, no, yeah, my top five was, I think it was the same as this. 
I believe, yeah, I mean, David Drysaddle, McKinnon, McCarr, Matthews, yeah. And I had Matthew Kachuk right there, too. I had Matthew Kachuk really high. A lot of us had him really high on our list because he did what a lot of people are wondering if Nugent Hopkins can do, which is put back-to-back seasons yeah. together where he pushed to a whole new hemisphere. And if Nugent Hopkins does it again this year, you got to wonder if he doesn't crack the top 25 next season uh, by putting by doing it more than once. Uh, the entire list, of course, is on tsn.ca and a really great article written by Steve Dryden that accompanies it. I had a chance to catch up with Connor McDavid today, talk to him about being number one on the list. That entire <laughs> interview is also on tsn.ca. We're not going to play the whole thing, but there was a portion of it, Struds, where I had a bit of fun with McDavid. We start by talking about Leon Dreisaitl at number two, but then we get digging into their skill sets. Is there anything Connor McDavid would swap out skill-wise, something of his for something of Dreisaitl's? Take a listen here as we go back to the Weiss Johnson soundbox. Leon Dreisaitl comes in at number two. First time he's ever been that high. Do you feel him, feel him nipping at your heels a little bit? <laughs> Certainly. He looks really good. Uh, he's had a, a great summer. Um, you know, really, really committed this summer. Um, He's in great shape, looks great on the ice. Um, his game's never been better and, and uh, a very well-deserved spot for him. Want to play a little game you're going to hate? <laughs> sure. Let's talk about the skills between the two of you. Okay. You had to swap skills with them in a couple of areas, yeah. right? So if yeah. I were to say to you, you could have Leon Dreisaitl's puck protection, but you got to give him your lateral mobility. Are you doing that deal? Uh... That's not a deal I'd make. No, my skating is my uh, is is my my bread and butter. It's uh, um, it's something that um, you know opens up, makes a lot of different plays available to me. Uh, I would definitely take Leo's passing though and his vision. That is something that uh, that I would. That was going to be take. my next one. Like okay. you, like his backhand passing yep. for I don't know what's a fair trade there. I would take his uh, his backhand passing for. Maybe my my wrist shot. He's got a great one timer. Yeah, He's got a great one timer. Um, <laughs> scores goals kind of on the back end or one timer. Kind of uh, more you know kind of pushes the puck where you know I'm a little bit more of a, a wrist shot. I would say so. I I would take uh, I would take that that trade for sure. And safe to say you wouldn't trade top speeds with him for anything. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade top speeds with with anybody in the league. So. I wouldn't trade top speed with anybody in the league. Yeah. Makes makes complete sense. I thought it was interesting. You know, the puck protection for the lateral mobility, it was like, nope, 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 nope. What do you think? What would you swap out? What's a fair trade between those two? I don't know. Because the problem, the problem is you can't just swap one thing out because then it takes a big hole out of the other person's game. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that that... No, no, no. That, it doesn't disappear from their game. They just get the other guys. I know, but I know. So, like, so you would trade the skills. Yeah, no, I understand. So, you trade puck protection for pure speed. Like, yeah. they're just completely different players. Like, yeah. Connor without that blazing speed is not Connor McDavid. But the same for Leon, his passing and his puck protection, that's what makes him so good. Like, you can't, right. so you can't just say, well, I could keep, Leon can have the puck protection. Um, but the reason he holds on to the puck and protects so long is that while he's doing it, he's looking for someone to get open and he passes right. with him. So you right. can't have one without the other. So I, I, I don't know. I think they're perfectly built and their, their skills are suited to what make their game so special. Um, so swapping them out. Like I think Connor, that's, that's a, that's a, that's like a bad fantasy football trade, trade your <laughs> wrist shot for his no, uh, passing yeah. game. He's that's, dreaming. 
There's yeah, no like, way Leon would take that. that, that that's Connor's <laughs> Connor McDavid's probably the guy who calls in and says, you know what? I will trade you uh whatever Chase Claypool for Josh Allen. That's the guy that he is. Like, I'm not that Connor's wish shot isn't good, but like we're talking about the best backhand passer and maybe the best passer in the league. Yeah. It's pretty nuts, man. Like those two being the best in the world at such an important number of things yeah. and for both of them to be playing on the same team some stranger says why would he trade his top speed for anything i know we were joking i was yeah. we were joking i was kidding around with them but uh if you want to hear that entire interview he dug into a few more things his leadership and what has changed uh dug into expectations for the team this year that entire interview can be found on tsn .ca. Okay, that was Takeaways brought to you by Redefined Health. Really quick break, and then Struddy is going to dig on, dig in on what he feels is an inequality that has to be addressed by the National Hockey League and the referees. Struddy's got a bone to pick coming up in Struddy's world. Short break. We'll be right back. If you own or operate a business, you know the value of a great employee. Just ask Shogger. Pathfind is here to help you find your next star player to help take your business to the next level. Pathfind can help with recruitment, career transition, leadership coaching. They truly have your whole team covered. Building you a championship caliber roster, find your team's path forward at pathfind.ca. Long Shots Golf is the destination for both golf enthusiasts and sports fans. Top-of-the-line TrackMan simulators provide a highly entertaining and accurate golf experience, while a full-service sports bar loaded with big screens and scratch kitchen make it a truly unique destination. They have locations in Sherwood Park in Edmonton. Experience the best indoor golf and sports bar in town. Visit longshots.ca. That's longshots with a Z.ca. When you make a mistake, heads should roll. Whoa. Yes, you're right. They should Whoa. roll. And we're live. <laughs> Zuby, what, you didn't want to roll the whole animation there, Zuby? What happened, buddy? Maybe my finger slipped. Oh. <laughs> okay, sounds good, buddy. By the way, the, the laugh that Struds gave us earlier in the podcast, the really loud, crystal clear laugh, some people on the stream noticed that they were like, that was the classic Struds laugh. Zuby, you got to take that and you got to drop it onto the tail end of your Struddy oh, World intro. And that's what it needs to end on. Okay. So well, we'll, we'll look for that next pod. I'm clipping it. It's going in the board too. So we can just use it on, especially on those shows. He's not oh, are here. You we serious? Can, oh yeah. We're just going to have it clean on his own track. It's going to be amazing. Struds, did you hear Brownie and I trying to imitate the laugh the other night? Which one of us was better? Uh, Brownie was pretty good. He's done it for me before. I know he does a pretty good job. And by the way, I never refer to myself in third person unless it's Uncle Struddy, and he's going to tell you a nugget about life. Yeah, that's worse. That's worse. Yeah, but at least it's on the bar trying to give old people chicken fingers. Yeah, that was a fantastic story. <laughs> you got to go into our back catalog and listen to uh, Rob Brown, who took over Struddy's World in our last podcast. This Struddy's World is brought to you by DLR Vinyl Products. Decking and fencing, locations in Calgary and Edmonton. They provide beautiful maintenance-free vinyl fencing and decking material. And the key is maintenance-free, right? Uh, there's still time to build a new maintenance-free deck that you'll know come spring. You'll have a deck that won't need staining or painting. I've got it. It's fantastic. Rick runs the branch here in Edmonton. Rob in Calgary. Give him a call. 
Worst case scenario, they'll give you some good chirps on me that you can hit me over the head with here on the stream. Stratty, what's on your mind tonight, my friend? It's funny how goalies get the pass. They can do whatever they want. People love to oh, embrace, look at goalies. Let's not bump them. Let's not touch them. When they come out and hit somebody else, it's just outrageous. But it's fine. They're just goalies being goalies. It's not right. And I'm here. Someone has to put their foot down. The other night, Connor Bedard had a uh, it was a penalty shot or a shootout. And he goes in there. And he does a little move. And he tries to go between his feet to shoot it up. And I believe the goaltender, who's a wily one, uh, I scored twice on him, by the way, but let's not get distracted. Marc-Andre Fleury, he trips Connor Bedard as he's trying to do it. I think Bedard was going to score as he's playing through his feet. But old Marc-Andre Fleury, the flowers they call him, the golden child of netminders, trips Bedard. Everyone sees it. No one calls it. No one says anything. Their announcer says, oh, 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 oh what, a, what a wily veteran in Fleury. No, that's tripping. That's a tripping penalty. Now, I'm not familiar exactly with how the rules are if in a shootout a goalie takes a penalty. I don't know if it's automatic goal. At least it should be another chance. Or at least it should be recognized and say, you know what? This guy cheated. Because if someone looked at a goalie or bumped into him accidentally, oh, man, we got to protect the goalies. It's unbelievable. So I'm here. I'm done. I'm done protecting these guys. When they take a penalty, let's call it. It's a two-way street. They can't get away this injustice. And Shogger, I'm done. I'm done with this. Oh, they're just good guys. They're not good guys. They're cheating just like everybody else. All right. Uh, Zuby, we're going to let you get in on this because you are the resident goalie here on the podcast. So I'll give you a few seconds here to respond to that as the goaltender. But before you do that, I just want to point out, Strudz, I think it's hysterical and potentially the gem of the night that you scored so few goals in the NHL you can remember. <laughs> How many you scored in against who? That is fantastic. <laughs> Zuby, go ahead, buddy. Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm a goalie. I'm in the union, but but you're right. And in fact, I've had that. I've I've had the the tripping call called on me right. when I come not in a shootout because I haven't played many of those, but coming out on a breakaway and I mistime the guy and just sweep the leg <laughs> with my arm sure. as he's going by. <laughs> and I've had it yeah. called on me, but not always. But I do agree. This the standard should be the same. Okay, but just just hang on a second though. It was a shootout. He went in. And he never got tripped until after the initial save was made. The play was dead. The ref, oh, I, if there were if there were a whistle to be blown, yeah, it was on the rebound. He went for the rebound, and that's when he got tripped up. I don't think I didn't get a shot. I didn't think he had got the shot off. I feel it, like it was. It was a continuation of the motion. I don't think he was going to be able to score at that point in time. And it, yeah, yeah, and I mean it was preseason, and it is the 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 golden child rookie and the old wily vet. I did think it was entertaining. I, it entertained. It was really funny. Sure. I love the tap on the pads yeah. afterwards. Didn't he do the same thing to Taylor Hall like a couple minutes later? I don't know. I didn't see He did. He tripped Taylor Hall. Oh. He tripped Taylor <laughs> Hall. Like, but goalies do it all the time. They oh, And it always looks like an accident. And that's my thing. You know, I've had this happen to me before in practice. And listen, no one was crying tears over that. But when you're, when you're going in and they, they drag you and they drag it out, you see it. You see them do it. Ask any goalie. They all cheat. They're cheaters. And it's about time that we push back as skaters. They have to put up with your collarbone shots in warm-up your headshots in practice, being disrespected in the locker room, not being made part right. of thing. They deal with so much crap from the rest of yeah. you that I think you guys are the rest of the players are getting what they deserve from the goaltenders union. They're, they've had it, Struds. They're fighting back. And that was a guy fighting back last night. <laughs>
Respectfully, they chose the position, just like the kickers. They chose it. We Zoop didn't ask them to go in the net. Hey, Zoop. Why well, yeah, we. Do you know what I? I ha- I was watching a ball game, uh, maybe five, ten years, ten, probably ten years ago, with a friend, a Blue Jays game, right at the end of the season, and they were way out of the playoffs. And a guy dove, tried to steal a base, and a, there was a crazy play at second base. And I said to my friend, "Man, why do they even bother? They're out of the. It doesn't even matter." And he looked at me and he goes, "You get hit by pucks for fun, and you've been doing that for twenty years. Why do you do?" Yeah. It? I said, "Okay, I'll." Grant Touche. That's <laughs> that was the the right answer. Um, All right, final. Final segment of the podcast. We're going to wrap that one up. That was Streddy's World brought to you by DLR Vital Products. Ask us anything. You've been contributing really strong on the stream tonight. Some really good stuff in there. So, Zuby, you can uh, take your pick and roll through some. But Ask Us Anything is brought to you by Rini Buclan. Shark of the Park. You know the name. You love it. Of Maxwell Devonshire Realty. Home is a feeling and one of the biggest investments you'll ever make. Probably the biggest. Rini takes on just a select number of clients to give them a more personalized service. See why she was rated the number one individual agent this past year with her skilled negotiation and five-star client satisfaction. Give her a call, 780-994-0280. Roll the Jaws theme music, Zuby. You don't have it. You still don't have it. Well, it's still copyrighted, but I'm going to look. I I bet you there's... Something, dun, dun. a knockoff. There's going to be a dun, knockoff. Dun, 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 or I'll dun, download dun, dun. it and play it backwards. It'll give us a sort right. of... Have you what watched the movie Shocker? Have what? you watched Shark Jaws? Because that's that's not the sound at all. <laughs> dun, dun. Dun, dun. Yeah, what is that? Yeah. It's more, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, oh, boy. Uh, uh, I don't think uh, you've watched uh, the movie. Uh, just uh, just be uh, honest. Uh, uh, just have never watched it. No, no, that's, <laughs> that's Mission Impossible. Oh. <laughs> that got oh, a little mama. Wayne's World there too. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm getting All punchy. Right. Time now to that everything up. Ask now that everybody's left the stream, we'll get to some of yeah. their questions. Bye, uh, everyone. Uh, Kevlar forty four and original Posar, as well as a few other folks, kind of chimed in. They want to know: Do you think there's a possibility after what? Uh, Woodcroft said after Kulak post game that some that Kulak goes to LTIR while they figure out Gleason, Lavoie, Pedersen. You know, like is that no, no. The minute Brett Kulak is available, he's going to be in the lineup. He's a really good defenseman. He's a really important defenseman. As soon as he's ready to go, you don't hide a guy of his quality on LTIR because you're worried about figuring out your seventh, eighth, and ninth defenseman. Struddy. Yeah, let, let, yeah. They want to put their best foot forward and put everyone together. And no disrespect to those players that we mentioned, but the, the, you know, by the trade deadline, probably uh, some of them are sitting somewhere else, right? Like they're going to bring in other people. So um, important for those individual players, but for the team, it's it's getting Kulak playing is more important. Keep it rolling, Zoobs. Let's blast through them fast, and then okay, we're going to get back out of here. Harry Polinski says, Leon taking more penalties. Do you think this will continue into the regular season? Does it concern you that it might? It does a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I think you got, you got the type of penalty, right? And I think that the, the guy that can talk to him is Connor McDavid. Hey, man, we don't need you in the penalty box, right? Like, there, if, if He's not going to say that. I, that's what good teammates do, buddy. You challenge each other. That's what you have to do. You, you've got to really? call guys out. Wouldn't, no, it be just like a subtle, wouldn't it be like a subtle chirp or something? It wouldn't be like, look, Leon, like, you know, these penalties, these preseason penalties. We're really going to watch here, but Well, he said if it's carrying into the regular <laughs> season, right? If it carries yeah. into the regular season. Um, but I, I think that's, 
again, you know, that's how you, you have to like make other guys aware. You got to help them out and support them. And like, you know, that's, that's the way it works, but I don't think he's going to be taking a ton of penalties, but yeah. We'll see. Zoops. Nathan Roberts says, uh, what do you guys think of a kid line Holloway McLeod Lavoie as the third line? No, 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 no. It's pretty young. No, no. no. Two rookies, basically. This Two is a year where you want to you want to you want to identify lines that can play with identity. You want you want lines that can develop a personality over the course of a season. Um, no go. I, I understand the idea. Like there was the kid line, right? Jelena, Murph, and Graves. Uh, you know, back when they were yeah. really good. Uh, <laughs> those guys. All these these are okay. not those players. Yeah, yeah. he's not those players. Yeah. So no, I think you you avoid that. In fact, you might not see that line all year long. Respectfully. Yeah. Pure speed. You want speed on that third line, and, and Lavoie doesn't bring what Fogel does. Uh, Dr. Gonzo said, Hyman had some ridiculous looks tonight. Sneaky. What did you guys think? He just does what he does. I think he'll get it, unless he gets hurt, 25 to 30 goals again. He's around the net. He competes. He's on the puck offensively. Like, I, I, I don't – unless something crazy really happens, I don't see why he wouldn't be able to put that up, Shogger. By the way, I don't see a huge gap between him and Connor Brown. I don't see a ton of daylight between those two players. And the, people say Zach Hyman light. Yeah. I, I really like what I've seen so far from Connor Brown. And Hyman's got maybe maybe elevated skill level, but there is no rust in Connor Brown's game from what yeah. I can see. Yeah, and those I mean, like those three guys look good together. Kane, yeah. Brown, and, and McDavid. A um, lot of familiarity there. It's just really only two people have to get to know each other. The wings. Hey, did you hear Vander Kane after the game? I asked him, uh, I said, so did you guys get everything accomplished that you wanted? And he's like, yeah, like, yeah I wouldn't have expected to have played five of uh, the preseason games. But, uh, yeah, nope, feeling good. And, yeah, it's good, 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 right? So I was kind of like, oh, that was interesting. So I waited a few questions, and then I thought, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll bait him here and see if he's willing to double down. I said, well, how many games would you want to play, Evander? And he goes, five. He goes, five. That's how many my coach wanted to play. That's how many I wanted to play. And, and everyone sort of laughed. And I said, well, you brought it up. And he goes, yeah. yes, I did. And then we moved on. But, yeah, it's five. What do you think? Five, a few too many for him? Or what do you think there? Didn't play much last year. Yeah, I think you're trying to get everybody up and running. And, I mean, I I don't know. I, I Listen, it's not <laughs> it like they're funny. all out battles out there, right? Like, yeah. it, this wasn't the most physical preseason we've ever seen. A uh, couple of great chirps from Bituman. I got to get in here. He said, we need to talk about the, this is, I think, for Strud's benefit. We need to talk about the real problem revealed in preseason. Drysidle with no goals. Quick, replace him with Holloway. He outperformed dry on the power play. That was uh, <laughs> going back to the to the goalie conversation. And then he yeah, also like added, that. these were good. I think each goalie should play half of the first regular season game, new trend in deployment. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Okay, uh, no, not, Ryan, not happening. Ryan, I want to know. Tell me who would be. I know you said you can't access your list because it's on your phone, but is there someone who you placed in your top fifty who you thought? What? Who do you think would be your most controversial placement if if your individual list was revealed? Well, not in Edmonton, but honestly, probably Nugent Hopkins, because I had conversations with other voters, and there were a lot of people that didn't have him on their list. Well, a few people that didn't have him on their list. So I think if I had him inside the top thirty ish. Uh, which I feel like I did. Um, that was probably would be viewed controversial outside of this market, but I had him. I had him fairly high on the list. Honestly, I I can't recall. I wish I had it so that I could give a better answer to that one. But outside Edmonton, we'll go with him. 
Okay, we also got to say, uh, I don't know if we ever, uh, I think we need to get you guys both to go on the record. Chris Formasano says, which forward stays? Oh, man, that's a tough. I, I, I haven't, to be honest, Lane Peterson hasn't really moved my needle a lot, if you want to know the truth. Um, I, I think it's between Ernie and Lavoie. I'll go with Lavoie just because I think that give him a little bit of chance here, a little bit of time in the NHL. Shogger. Adam Ernie came out tonight and played the game a different way than some of what he's done so far. And I think he really threw a wrinkle into the plans tonight. Because I would agree with you and say that it would be Lavoie. But that guy kills penalties. He skated well and he finished checks tonight in a really meaningful way. He gave them the exact game that a fourth line player Fair needs point. to give them tonight. And so Lavoie didn't have the same level of opportunity. I'm going to say it'll be Lavoie, but I believe, Struds, the answer to that question lies entirely in the Edmonton Oilers' assessment of whether or not they'd lose Lavoie on waivers. That answer, to me, makes this decision right now. And I don't know what that answer is. Yeah, I just love his shot. Love his shot. Absolutely love it. Yeah, Lavoie's. All right, any more, uh, any more Zuby? We're good to go. One more from the Zuby file. What's the best nickname a teammate of yours ever had? Maybe one that wasn't common knowledge. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. You're going to throw these at us from your Zuby file. Yeah. you got to give us the heads up. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can save this one. Let's shelve it. We'll, we'll come back to it. Best nickname. Yeah. Shane Doan gave me the nickname the String Bean. And uh, not a lot. I, mean, I was more known as a night train, uh, not so much anymore. But back uh, in my younger days, so the string bean, and he used to call me the beaner. He'd be like, "Beaner, pass it over here." I'm like, "Beaner, yeah, because well, string bean." He went short. He went short. So uh, huh. that was one that kind of always. I, every now and then, I'll see him, and he'll he'll be like, "How's the bean?" I'm like, "Good, string beans good." Thank you. <laughs> Nothing Thank will you. ever come close to the seaweed man. Oh, <laughs> seaweed. That was. <laughs> <laughs> Who came, was that yours? That was no. Darren. No, that was Woodcroft said that's what they called Darren. Oh, my the God. That, the, no one <laughs> called him that. I can guarantee that was the worst <laughs> nickname. I, I remember you're right. Uh, you're right. You're that right. was that Ask was... Us Anything by Rini Buclan, Shark of Rini. the Park. Dun, dun. Seaweed dun, dun. King of Short Park. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, Gem of the Day Struds is yours, brought to you by United Cycle. We love United Cycle. What a great spot. They have absolutely everything you need. doesn't matter what you're into. They can outfit you. They can get you squared away. Struds has spent a ton of time there. I have too. They're passionate sports fans. All the people that work there are too. You can walk in. You can feel the energy. Go see why they're Edmonton's favorite location for everything sports. Visit www.unitedsport.ca. That is United Sport and Cycle. Gem of the day, Struddy, as Zuby rolls the music. Well, it's a thanks. It's a Friday night before Thanksgiving, guys, and I'm calling my number. The line of the night was oh, nice God. suggested that this Ben like Gleason could perhaps play goalie because he played well tonight on opening night. Call oh, my own shit. number. We gotta, we're going to have to get someone else to start. If you're just going to keep calling your own number on this. Well, I'm killing it. I'm killing it. What do you want me to do? I'm on fire. I, if someone else would just chime in with a good one, Zuby, hey, buddy. I'm just glad you showed up for work, good. pal. The laugh, was even, you up. the laugh was even better than the joke, really. <laughs> that was good. No, there's a good one. 
Uh, oh, there's a lot of good ones, but that, that's right. the one that stood out. Uh, thanks to all of our sponsors, including, of course, our great uh, title sponsor, Sherwood Buick GMC. More podcasts coming up. I think we're going to wait until Monday before we drop another one. So we should have some roster movement by then and some more to dig into. Hope everybody has a really happy and safe Thanksgiving. Enjoy loved ones. Enjoy some family time. And we'll talk a little bit more hockey in a couple of days. Guys, happy Thanksgiving to you and your families. Great pod tonight. Same to you guys. Talk to you later. All right. Take care, everybody.